This is Ksubis Daf Peites. We're holding on the bottom of Peiches Medbeis. We're going to slowly try to get all these Shurim up in anticipation of Yom Kippur and ultimately Sukkot Emir Hashem. So on the bottom line of Peiches Medbeis, we begin a new Mishnah that says the Mishnah, Ha'itziya get ve'eni mo'ksuba. What is the story? If a woman wants to come to Bezdin to collect her ksuba, but the problem is she does not have a ksuba. So Rashi right away points out that we assume the case is she said, I lost my star ksuba. She walks into Bezdin holding a gat, showing she's a divorced woman, and she wants to collect her ksuba. She doesn't have a ksuba. So what do we do in such a scenario? As we turn over to Beitaz of today's daf, Kovek Subasa says the Mishnah, she's able to collect her Ksuba. And Rashi says, and the husband can't say, I paid you, as we'll see more in the Gemara. Actually, let's see a little bit more in Rashi, very important. Rashi says, why can't the husband say that? Because tonight Ksuba is Maisa Bezdin Hu. Very big line in Rashi. That the husband cannot say, he paid her and he gave her back the ksuba. Why not? Even though normally when someone comes to collect and he doesn't have a star, he's not believed. Over here, the woman is yes, believed. The reason is, Rashi's explaining, because it is a maisa bezdin hu. And therefore, since this is a scenario that every single person has to pay, therefore, she's able to collect even without the Ksuba, we're going to see more ramifications of this day in the Gemara in Mirzashem. Continues the Mishnah. Ksuba get. What happens if she shows up to Vestin? She's holding a Ksuba, but she doesn't have a get. So he Oimeres, what does she claim about Giti? I'm a divorced woman, I just don't have my get. And the husband says, No, I paid your Ksuba. I just don't have the receipt showing that I paid you. A shaivar is a receipt that one receives when he pays up a star. So the husband says, I paid up my star, I paid up the ksuba. I just don't have the receipt. Similarly, very time relevant halacha. Everyone just before Shoshana created a prosbul. So what happens if someone comes over to someone else after this year? And this could happen today. Someone says, you owe me money and he shows him a star. But the ain't my prosbul. He doesn't have the principal document which allows one to collect a debt after Shemitah. In both of these cases, both the case of the Gadisha, that she does not have, the, she has the Ksuba without the Get, as we saw on the top of the Amid, that she has the Ksuba, she have the Get, or in the case of he has the, the Shtar Chayif, Without the prosbol, Hareilu loy yiparu comes along Rashbag and Rishim Gam Liol Aimrim and a Saikana veEiloch from the time of a Saikana and as Rashi is going to teach as the Gemara is going to teach uh, Rashi already teaches excuse me that the guy who made a Saikana they cannot keep mitzvahs so people are afraid to keep their gittin to keep their prosbols because that shows that you're keeping religion then each a guy b'ksuvas shloim b'keru al chayiv. Then the fact that you don't have to get the principle doesn't mean anything because you don't have it because of the Sakana. Let's just see one important Rashi principle 
just it's uh, very relevant. Everyone that would discuss Prosbol last week, everyone hopefully made a Prosbol. So Rashi quotes the Gemara in Gain and Daflamidalid that Hillel is kin Prosbol. Hillel made a Takana to create a Prosbol Kedei Shaloi Tishami Shviyas. Because normally Shvita comes along and cancels all debts. And the reason Hillel created a Prosbol, how does it work? It's considered as if the star is given over to Bezdin. That the borrower could collect the debt as long whenever he wants. The hashta loy karinum loy ye gois. Loy ye gois is this is a rice to collect a loan after it is paid. After Shemitah, excuse me, comes along and cancels the debt. So in such a scenario that you create a prosbol, you're allowed. To collect the debt. Why? Because the mechanics of a prosbol create that you are not the one being taiveya. You are not the one claiming to get back alone. It's bezdin. That's the mechanics of a prosbol that it's as if you're giving over the star to bezdin. And bezdin is the one that is collecting the debt on your behalf. And how is Bezdin able to do it? Shavkir and Afkir vim yardin l'chasa. Bezdin is able to remove properties from a person. And that is the mechanics of a prosbol. A loaded Rashi, but again, very relevant as we just finished the Shemitah year ourselves. And also, just once we're mentioning it, another halacha, which is going to be very relevant to anyone who's traveling to Eretz Yisrael, still, the Shemitah is very, very relevant as you have to be careful with the produce in the markets as the produce in the market is still from last year. As Sirachim, similarly, etc. And we begin the Gemara, that we begin discussing the first din in the Mishnah. That a woman who comes into Bezdin, that she had a get, and she had no Ksuba, and we said in the top line of the summit, she's allowed to collect Ksuba for what reason? Because it's a Maisa Bezdin who. So says the Gemara, Shema Mina, you know what we see from our Mishnah? Kaisvin Shaiver. You see from our Mishnah that we do write a shaiver. Now this is a large discussion. Do we ask? Do we know write a shaiver? What is the discussion? The discussion is that a shaiver is a receipt showing that you paid up a debt. And the problem with writing a shaiver is that then it has to be held on to. You have to hold on to the receipt showing that you paid. So seemingly from our Mishnah, for the fact that we're allowing the woman to collect Iksuba without Iksuba, the reason being is that the husband should have had a shaver showing that he paid. And this big Rashi is really where it discusses it. So says the Gemara, seemingly we see from our Mishnah that you write a shaver. And Rashi points out, this is a Sigyan, Aleph, that we hold like the Mandarma that says we do not write a shaver, which really means that our Gemara is asking a kasha. Shmami no kaisvin shaivar. Should we bring a proof from our Mishnah that we yet right? Yes, write a shaivar. Why? What's the proof? Because if you do not write such a receipt, we should be suspectful. Maybe what's going to happen? Maybe this woman is going to take out her ksuba after her husband dies. They got and collect within a second time. Because if there's no shaivar, if there is no receipt, then we have to be concerned that the woman is going to collect today without her ksuba. And then six months or whatever amount of time, the husband will be after. And the woman's going to come back into bed and holding the ksuba and collecting ksuba the second time. So rather from the fact that we see we allow her to collect must be, what's the reason? 
The reason is, Kaisin Shaivar, that we write the husband, and by extension, his estate will have the Shaivar, have the receipt showing that he paid, and therefore there will be no concern. Says the Gemara, Amarav, there's no Raya from our Mishnah. Why not? Our Mishnah is discussing a scenario, there were different Minagim, different places in Kalah Yisrael. And our Mishnah is discussing a place that they wouldn't write Iksuba. And since that place never wrote Iksuba, we never have to be worried that the, mish, the woman is going to go and collect Iksuba a second time by taking out the Iksuba, because she never had Iksuba. That's the answer of Rav. Ushmuel Amar, says Shmuel, 10 lines down of Pitesa Manalaf, the first word of the line is Amar, no, the Mishnah could be discussing even a place where the yes wrote Iksuba. Ask the Gemara, Shmuel, if that's true, that the Mishnah is discussing a place where they write Iksuba. So according to Shmuel, we have a Raya, that you write a Shaivar. Answers the Gemara, no, Raya, Amar, Avanan, Lididim, Avar, Shalem, Yenid, Shmuel. For me, it was explained the name of Shmuel, the Maka, and Shekaisvin, that we're discussing a place that what, where they generally do not write Iksuba. Ve'amar, and in that place, that the general minog, the general populace, does not write Iksuba, the husband comes along and he claims, Kasafti, the husband claims, I wrote Iksuba. So what's the halach of the husband claims he wrote Iksuba, even though people generally do not? Allah laviraya, it's upon the husband, to bring a proof that he indeed wrote Iksuba. And if he cannot bring a proof that he wrote Iksuba, then he has to pay the Iksuba, and then he'll accept the receipt. So not necessarily is our Mishnah right on general to because our Mishnah is a unique scenario. And furthermore, in a place where they yes write Iksubas generally, like Asavli, and in such a scenario, the woman comes and says, guess what? I never got a ksuba. Then it's upon her to bring a proof that she was not given a ksuba. And if she has a proof, the husband has to pay her. So what do we see, says the Gemara, the din and the Mishnah can be applicable, both in places that they do, and they do not write a ksuba. And that is how Shmuel will explain the Mishnah. And the Gemara continues in comments of Rav Adar Bey, and even Rav was Chayzer. Rav originally answered, says the Gemara, Rav was Chayzer and held like Shmuel, whether they did not, or did or did not write Ksuba, get Goiva Iker, Ksuba Goiva Taisafes. Says Rav, that in such a scenario, whether the Minog is to yes write Ksuba, whether the minog is to not write Iksuba, if she has a get that only allows her to collect the Iker, the main mana or mesayim, 100 or 200 of Iksuba, Ksubasa, and then if she has the Ksuba document, then Kaiba, Taisefes, she could get the additional parts. And Rav says, and if you want to ask a question on that which I'm saying, come and ask a question. Says the Gemara, guess what? That's indeed what we're going to do. We're going to ask a kasha on that which Rav said. 
Tenan, we learned in the Mishnah, our Mishnah, what is the halacha? If she comes in with the Ksuba without a get, he she says, I lost my get, I lost my receipt. The Mishnah said, what's the halacha? The woman, the Balchayv cannot collect. So now the Gemara articulates the question, According to Shmuel, we can explain that this part of the Mishnah is going in a place, that they did not write it generally exupa. Vomer and the husband of Al Khaib came along and said, Kosafti. And they said that in such a scenario, we indeed did write it. The Amri Lay, we say to him, I see Raya, bring a proof. Viloma, I see Raya, Amri Lay, Zilbare. You have to go and play. So according to Shmuel, there's a way to explain the end of the Mishnah. Elo Lerav. But says the Gemara, according to Rav, who says that when a woman brings out a get, she gets the Iker Ksuba. When she brings the Ksuba, she gets the Taisefes. So how do we learn the end of the Mishnah? I understand she's not going to get the Iker Ksuba. Why not? Because she didn't collect Iker. Because she doesn't have the actual get with her. But I asked the Gemara, three lines on the bottom, Taisefes, Mia Gavye. She should be able to get the Taisefes. Because Rav said a Klaal, Rav said a rule. Anytime a woman comes in with the ksuba, she's able to collect the ksuba's So how do we learn the end of the Mishnah? According to Rav. Explains the Gemara. Omar Rav Yosef says, Rav Yosef, The case over here, what are we referring to? The case is where she comes in holding her ksuba. She does not have a get. And there are no agents saying that she was divorced. So in that scenario, that's when the Mishnah said she cannot collect her ksuba, even though she's holding the actual ksuba, which Drav just taught us generally, allows her to collect the Tesefes, but because she does not have AD Gerishin, she cannot collect. Why? Because you know what? The husband, the husband could claim, I never divorced you. You don't have any aid in that it was a divorce. You don't have any get. So because the husband, as we turn over to pay testament base, is able to say, I never divorced you. Therefore, he's allowed to say a good old-fashioned migu that I did divorce her, but I already paid her ksuba. So says the Gemara, the same for the Mishnah is not a kasha on Rav, because the case is referring to one in which there are no Aiden to the, the, excuse me, in which there are no Aiden testifying that she was a divorced woman, and therefore the husband has a good old-fashioned Migu says the Gemara. One second, Hamaytani Seifa. What did the Mishnah conclude? The Mishnah concluded by teaching us that says Rabbi Shimon Gamliel from the time of the Zikana that they were not allowing Gideon to keep mitzvahs and therefore they were not keep around their cat. They were not keep around the prosbol. What's the halacha? The halacha is you can collect a ksuba without the gat. You collect the balchay without a prosbol. That has to skin on. That has to be a case that they're actually Edom. Why? Do you like Edom Gershin? Because if there were no Edom Gershin, then why in the safe are we saying that they collect? Just because they're coming along and saying, Without any Edom, they're not going to let you collect. 
So says the Gemara, seemingly from the safe of the Mishnah, we should be able to learn that there are Edei Gerashin, and therefore you cannot explain that in the Rasha of the Mishnah, Rabbi is going to teach you the case is that there were no Edim, and therefore the husband could say, just like I could t- theoretically claim I didn't divorce you, I should be believed to say, I paid your Ksuba. Answers the Gemara, no, that's not a Kasha. Six lines down, really the entire Mishnah is Rav Shimon Gamliel. And the Mishnah is saying, lacking a few words. Now let's understand what the Mishnah is talking about. In the Mishnah, if she has a ksubo that a cat, or the case of the Baal Chayv, what's the Allah They cannot collect. When is that? Meaning we add those words in. The way that Rav wanted to explain the Mishnah, says the Gemara, read it into the Mishnah. But what if the Aredim? Then, Gavya, they could collect. She gets the Taisafes, the Iker, and what about the principal part of the Ksuba? If she has the get itself, she collects. Back into the reading of the Mishnah. So that is how we're going to explain the Mishnah and the Kafir, both according to Rav, adding and according to Shmuel. Continues the Gemara. Continues the Gemara. About 15 lines down, the first word of line is beget, Amri Lay. Now that we understand that Rav Kafir with the Mishnah asks the Gemara, Amri Rav Kanaf Ravasi Lerav, Lidi Dachta Amri, according to you that you said, Get Kovaker Amonaminasuin, the Maigavio. According to you, Rav, again, what was the Klal of Rav? The Klal of Rav was that if a woman holds a get, she gets the Iker. If the woman is holding the Ksuba, she gets the Zephis. So asks Ravan and Ravasi one second. Almona minanisuin, a woman that is widowed, her husband dies after after nisuin. Bemaigavya, how does she collect her ksuba? Beidemisa, she collects by bringing adim, bringing witnesses that her husband died. Ask the Gemara one second. Says the Gemara, why are we not worried that maybe really this woman is a divorced woman and today she's going to collect with Aiden that her husband died and and at a later date she's going to go to a different basket, pull out her get and collect. According to you, Rav, that holding on to the get is itself proof to collect. Why are you not concerned of such a case? Answers the Gemara, No, the case that Amana only collects is in a scenario she only collects her ksuba withholding the get is if we know that her husband was around and not in a scenario that her husband is no longer around. Ask the Gemara one second. How do you know? Maybe close to the fe- when he died, he divorced her. Explains the Gemara. It could be. But if that was indeed the scenario, the husband should have notified people that he divorced her. And if he did not, he's causing loss upon himself and his estate. As Rav Kana Ravasi further, What about a case where a woman's husband dies after Erisin? With what? 
do you? Does she collect her ksuba? Be'idei misa. So again, maybe they're really divorced and she'll put out, pull out together later a day and collect the ksuba twice. So today's discussion really was one large discussion of shaver and says the Gemara, after all is said and done, if there is a scenario that it is impossible, then indeed we will, yes, write a shaver. And explains the Gemara, seven lines on the wide lines, if you're not going to say that, then in the case of Edi Misa, why are we suspectful? Then maybe she'll collect in this basket, and then she'll go and collect in another basket. In such a scenario, when it's impossible, we're going to indeed write a shaver, and that will be something that everyone will agree to. Continues the Gemara, two lines from the white lines. The case that we just discussed, from where do you know that in such a scenario she collects her Minolan dislikes Suba? How do you know she gets a Suba? If you're going to tell me, learn it from the Mishnah that says, Maybe that's only referring to a case where he wrote her aksuba. But if the husband did not write her aksuba, maybe an Aruso would not get the aksuba. But if you can tell me that's a scenario, what's a chedesh? So he's coming to him now like Rabbi Lezben Azariah. He didn't write her aksuba only on condition that he didn't sue him. And therefore that would be the chedesh. And this is precise. This I call so yeah, Mishamah the Kasla Mishamachi Gavis I call Eliyam is like Kasla my Gavis I call Manamasaimu Tisla. You only get one or two hundred. Says the Gemara, very good. But one second, Vella Midetani Rav Chiva Rav Nishtei Yerusalayim Lematamala. If a woman does only Yerusin, she does not have the dinim of Aninos. The husband does not have the dinim of Aninos. Lometamela. The husband does not become tummy for her if the husband was a kain. And similarly, she does not become a she does not become tummy to him. Mesa, if she's nifter, if she is nifter, he does not inherit her. Mesu, if he dies, subasa, she does get a So says the Gemara, maybe we should say the same thing. It's only referring to a case where a husband on his own went and obligated himself even only after Arisen. But in reality, in general, there's no chiyav after Eris. There's still a chiddish, a chiddish is that when she dies, he does not merit her. And therefore, says the Gemara, we do not have a clear mikar that an arusa, that is an almana, that her husband dies, that she collect her ksuba. We finish off today's shir. Says the Gemara, one last kash on the din of Rav, Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Huna, were five lines in the Mishnah. The Rav, Damar, Gei Goy, the Iker, according to Rav, that anytime she pulls out her gad, she collects the main part, the manam, the same of Iksuba. Lecha, Shdomo, Mavke, Gita, Baidina, Vegavya, Adir, Mavke, Medina, Achrina. Why aren't we worried? Vegavya, that she'll take the gad in this bed, then go to another bed and, and collect again. Vachitim, the Karina, if you're going to tell me they rip up the gad, Amra, Be'inol, and Zubibay. What do you mean? She's going to say, don't rip up my gat. I need this get as proof that I'm a divorced woman so I can get remarried. Answers the Gemara, the Karina, they really rip up the gat. And they write on to the get the following. 
we wrote, ripped up this woman's get. Now, because it was possible. So that she does not collect a second time. She holds on to that document, and that document will be her proof that she is indeed a divorced woman and she yet remarried, but will no longer have a concern. She'll collect the two times as the get was ripped up. We'll pick it up from the Mishnah on the next year.